The Marine and the Hippie is a weekly conversation about current events aimed at presenting alternative viewpoints while looking for common ground. We are the Marine and the Hippie. Welcome back to the Marine and the Hippie. I am the Hippie talking to you from France. I've moved my location and that is one of the reasons why we have taken a brief hiatus. Today we are at season number two, dialogue number seven. Today we will be talking about the learned stupid. Those who have been taught to be, well, just dumb. And unfortunately, it's it's also kind of tied in with the mental health crisis and the issues that go kind of along with it. Pre-show, the big idea that we were talking about that kind of hit, hit a nerve was, hey, pandemic begins. Where do my taxes go? I am coming up on 50 years old and I always assumed, always imagined that my taxes were there in case there was a rainy day. To be honest, in case something catastrophic happened, I would be taken care of in exchange for paying my taxes, whether through the IRS, whether through sales, whether through employment, whether through home ownership, whether through however other way they're taking my money, through gas, through cigarettes, through shopping. I always just assumed that those taxes would be returned to me, in part at least, in case something catastrophic happened. Well, guess what? Something catastrophic happened two years ago called the pandemic. And our leaders and our government didn't make it on the return. So I have every reason now not to trust my government. I trusted my government. I thought that, yeah, like some shit happened and some things were wrong. And there were some lies being said. But for the most part, it was just normal politics. But in case something catastrophic happened... They'd have my back. Well, they don't. You know, I just like to go back to philosophy and whatnot. And sitting in Iowa in the cornfield, as I do, I think about this stuff a lot. The social contract theory, which is supposedly the basis of American liberalism and blah, 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 basically says that we give up certain things in order to reap the benefits of living in society. Uh, We give up the right to be, in our case, the judge in our own controversies. So if our neighbor attacks us, we don't get to be the judge in determining whether or not he was right to attack us or whatever. We hire an outside uh, external judge to make those decisions so we can have trust that the decision is impartial and fair and will weigh the evidence rather than go on emotion or whatnot. In this case, in our society, we, we agree to pay taxes, or this is the theory behind it anyway, that we agree to pay taxes because we get something from it. Not agreed, sir. Not agreed. We are taught to pay taxes. We are told to be pay taxes, and because we are taught by these people called teachers and parents and whomever, we then agree, hence the title of the show, uh, The Learned Stupid. Yeah, Go ahead. Uh, uh, I'm talking about in a theoretical sense, okay? Uh, okay. We're, I'm not talking about in a practical sense. Of course, we're compelled to pay taxes by law, and that's a very valid point. You know, it's not that, it's not that anyone actually agreed to pay taxes, but uh, I, I didn't vote. Yes, more taxes, please. I didn't vote for that. But I live in a society where that's the law, and I don't commit revolutions. So I tacitly do agree to pay taxes because I'm not actually killing people who are coming to collect my taxes. Uh, The point is is that I pay taxes, and I'm supposed to get, as you in your terms, I'm supposed to get something equitable for my my taxes. Uh, I don't pay taxes just because I enjoy paying taxes. I don't pay taxes out of a sense of necessarily obligation to anybody else in the society. I pay taxes because I believe 
that I should get something for my taxes. And I do, you know, to some degree get something for my taxes. I get police coverage, which is pretty nice. I hate the cops. And yet at the same time, when someone breaks into my house, I want someone to investigate and try to get my stuff back. Uh, I pay taxes for fire coverage. You know, when my house burns down, I want somebody to show up with a with the equipment necessary to put my, my house out and stop the conflagration from spreading around the whole neighborhood. I pay taxes for roads, which I use every day in my job and, and, and to live my life. Uh, but that's not all I should get for my taxes. I should get good education. I should, I should pay money for schools and expect that my children will be educated well in school. I pay money and I should get good health care out, out of the situation because a healthy society is everybody's benefit. If I got sick people wandering around spreading communicable diseases at my front door, that's a detriment. So I should pay taxes because public health is a public good. You know, just like public safety is a public good, public health is a public good. And as Dylan said, we pay taxes and we don't get things that we actually need to deal with the crises and the, and the situations in our lives that we can't handle ourselves. I can lock my doors. I can stay inside my house and never interact with another person in my entire life. And yet there could be a pandemic raging in my community. When I finally go back outside, everybody's dead. You know, what kind of world is that? I live in a, a castle. My castle's in a trash heap, essentially. I mean, like, what's the, what's the benefit of living in the castle at that point? No, I have to interact with society and I have to deal with people who might get me sick. So it's in my interest to feed people. It's in my interest to house people. It's in my interest to make sure people are healthy. And that's what I believe I should be paying taxes for. And as Dylan mentions, we don't get any of that for that for our taxes. All we get is more war and more prisons. And more of a need for mental health care, which is seems like the primary. I'll end this uh, part before we head on the break by giving a, a quick little story about Switzerland. Switzerland invested something like $1,000 per person. For health and wellness, $1,000 each person, they could spend it on anything. They wanted to spend it on a bicycle, on yoga classes, on archery classes, on skis, on lift tickets, whatever. It just had to be connected to health and wellness. And they got like something like a 1,000% return on their investment because they have socialized medicine. And because they have socialized medicine, so in other words, the taxes pay for it, the cost of people needing to use the, the, the medical facilities in Switzerland went down by an astronomical amount by investing in its citizens' health and wellness. Insane. Well, when we come back to Marine and the Hippie, we'll continue one more time. Hey, this is Dylan with The Marine and the Hippie. I'm the Hippie. Everybody, you're listening to Marine and the Hippie. This is Dialogue Number 7 on Season 2. And we, do, we are talking today about Learn Stupid and how people are actually taught to be dumb and not ask questions when they should be asking questions, not demand the things that they should be demanding, and accept a bunch of crap that's thrown on them without any kind of question or kind of concern or fighting back. Uh, and real quick, uh, Dylan had mentioned... Uh, the benefits of uh, mental health or wellness payments in the country of Switzerland with a small population, obviously, and uh, they're rather isolated and they're able to socialize their medicine because they don't got to pay a lot for national defense. Uh, like the United States pays not only for our own national defense, but also 
much of Europe's national defense as well. And people, you know, brag in this country about this is why we don't have universalized health care is because we have a zillion fighter jets, which is true. I mean, the two are definitely re- related. We claim we have budget crises in this country and we have all kinds of money for military spending. So uh, this is one of the things that really needs to be pointed out, though. Uh, I actually did a study when I was uh, an academic about the costs of uh, public option or, or uh, national health service like a socialized medical system, as opposed to uh, private insurance. And I looked at people who are at the median income in the United States. So I looked at people who are at about $50,000 a year and roughly the equivalent of the same healthcare spending for the same group of people in the country of Great Britain. Now, admittedly, Great Britain is in the process of rolling their, their national health service back, but they used to have universalized health care for everybody established after World War II. It was called the National Health Service. And you could basically go in there and get free medicine uh, that was already paid for by your taxes. We discovered in my in my uh, comparing these two groups that overall, in terms of you know spending in terms of taxes for healthcare in Great Britain, the median income earner in Great Britain pays one half of what the median income earner in the United States pays for health insurance premiums every year. That's not including copays. That's not including you know the deductibles. That's not including pharmaceuticals or anything like that. Just straight up premiums to health insurance. They pay half in Great Britain of what they do in the United States. Much of the driver of cost in the United States uh, is administration and uh, publicity for the, uh, for the insurance company. Because they have so much paperwork, because they have their own staff, because there's 19 health insurance companies and 50 versions of those across all the country, you know, where you have Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Texas, and it's a different corporation than Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma. You're not only duplicating the uh, health administration costs, you're you're making it 50 times bigger because you have 50 times redundancy over across the entire country. Uh, all of that, all of those costs are transferred onto consumers to the point where American consumers will pay twice as much for just health insurance premiums as the, uh, the similar British income earner pays for their entire healthcare coverage. Uh, and so that actually has uh, that actually has implications for for. Uh, things like mental health and things like that. And that brings us back to the learned stupid. So that's that, that logic that you've just explained. It's, you know, times 50, it's there. It's clear. It's every, every company is its own entities, creating its own publicity, creating its own advertisements, selling its own products, trying to bring in as much revenue as it possibly can. And that revenue stream is through consumer spending and is, you know, through capitalism. Now, you're going to have the idiot who's like, well, without without it, we, you know, what would we do? We, we couldn't do anything. We'd, we'd all die. No, we wouldn't all die. We would just go get, we would go get our care. And that care would be there. But a doctor, imagine you're a doctor. Well, you get paid $1,000 an hour by Blue Cross Blue Shield, or you get paid $50 an hour by say, the state of Oklahoma for doing the same thing, which one do you want to do more of? Well, you're going to want to do the, the one in which you get a $1,000 an hour. Why? Because, well, that's logical. It's only logical to take more the more money you, you can get or the most money you can get for an hours of, hour of your, of your life. I would do it. Doc would do it. We would say, you know, yeah, I, you want me to drive the public bus for for $10 an hour or drive thrifty bus for $1,000 an hour. I'll drive thrifty bus for $1,000 an hour because there's 
there's no reason not to, because especially if it's going around in a system that, that is competitive. So what we've done is as voters learn stupid, have we, we voted against our own good because these 50 entities who have, have one, actually have united in one place and one place only, and that's out in front of the Capitol as lobbyists lobbying to make it so we get to stay stupid and stay sick and stay without care and stay without help because, well, they have different budgets for all 50 states, but that those, but they have one big budget and one group lobbying for them in Washington. And guess who's lobbying for you and me? Not a fucking soul. Anyway, we come back. You listen to North Marine and the Hippie Dialogue 7, Season 2. You're listening to the Marine and the Hippie. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Marine and the Hippie. This is dialogue number seven of season two. We're talking about Learn Stupid today. We're talking about how people are taught to be dumb and generally vote against their own interests because, you know, you you can blame the average person for not going out and doing their own research and finding their own information and all this other stuff. And, you know, you can hold that against them. But at the same time, every single message we get uh, in this country is sponsored and paid for by some company. Uh, most of the information we get is through the press. The press is all, you know, sponsored. You you could read the book Manufacturing Consent by Noam Chomsky. I'm not a person that usually, you know, cites Noam Chomsky because I don't have access to a lot of his work simply because I've avoided it um, because he was so popular <laughs> among people I don't really respect. But at the same time, he makes some good points that all of our corporate media is bought and paid for by commercial advertisers. And that's the primary source of our, our information uh, as far as news goes. And so consequently, those sources... They, without even, you know, criticizing it or even thinking about it, they just reflexively represent the viewpoints of their corporate sponsors. I have a a person I know who used to be, I used to know him, he's a journalist, and he constantly will try to defend the discipline and the ethics of journalists. And I say, yes, but you sacrifice those when you actually submit your work to your editor who says this goes in, this doesn't go in. I want this change to say this. I don't want this reflected in there. We have a certain set of talking points that we're reflecting this week and blah, 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 blah. Those issues are made much higher than the actual journalists. So that a article that's you know deemed critical of American capitalism or you know whoever the corporate sponsors are, Moderna this week, <laughs> won't go won't even get presented in the paper to the point where journalists stop submitting them because they figure well why should I do the work when it's never going to get printed I'm not going to get paid for it so they'll ta- they'll actually self-censor and self-control their own writing style to meet the needs of the corporate sponsors of the of the of the article or the the journal or the television show that they're reporting for and you know they may have ethics and they may do all their their searching and everything like that but at the same time they make decisions on what goes into the press and what and not and people are supposed to take that information then and use it to make informed decisions, and it becomes impossible to do that. And you just said you kind of dropped the most important part. Just you just dropped it. And I just want to make sure that that our learned stupid audience out there, sorry, um, we're listening <laughs> and and, and catch, get this point: is that the media is making a choice as to what they are putting in the news and not putting in the news. That's a big not. So you think that so so we might assume that the picture is being painted clearly because it's all it, it's all it, it paints a clear narrative, but it might not be giving us the full story. And I would say it is not giving us the full story. 
because I've been there. I've been, I've been behind the scenes. I've looked and said, wait, what, what? I have, I have a goatee. I have a goatee in the shaved head because that's what some rocker in, in, in Seattle looks like. And that's what's on Vogue on MTV. And I walked into 1515 Broadway and everyone looked like they were out of a J. Crew ad and an Ella Bean catalog. What for our listeners is 1515 Broadway, Dylan? MTV, VH1, and Viacom, Disney, uh, Nickelodeon. So you're talking about like this, these huge companies, this, this huge billion dollar industry that people are buying into and our styles being, it, what we're wearing is a reflection of the style that they're selling, but they're not buying their fucking wares. They're not buying it because they're not painted. They're like, yeah, we're painting this picture that we want you to look. We want you to look this way. Because this is what's cool. And next year, we're going to make you have hair and go from baggy clothes to tight clothes and then to baggy clothes so that you keep on buying and selling and buying and selling and buying and selling. But we're just going to buy out of J. Crew and L.L. Bean because it's all the fucking same. Because we're smart. Because we are the educated. And we're the ones controlling your fucking mind. Because And your mind is being learned and taught to be stupid. Doc, why don't you finish us off? Well, just so this has implications then for what we're what we're going through with this war, all right, in the United States, and I know that you know many of our listeners are in the United States, and I know that many of our listeners are outside of the United States. So, if this doesn't apply to you, it doesn't apply to you. But in the United States, we're being presented with one narrative about the Ukraine war, and the narrative is that you know, Dylan, you mentioned that you're surprised that more people aren't supporting a Putin because he's the MMA fighter, because he's the celebrity, because he's the clown, because he's the guy that draws all the attention. That's the people that we love. True. But when we're being presented with a narrative that that guy is evil and we need to hate him, this is like pro wrestling. He's the heel. He's represented as a heel in American press. He's the guy that you love to hate. You know, oh, Putin, what did Putin do this week? What did Putin do this week, that week? And he's basically the replacement of Donald Trump. We lost Donald Trump to, you know, to he lost an election, so he's out of the news. But we got a new, better, more evil Donald Trump now to hate. And that's why people hate him in this country. It's not that they know anything about Putin. It's not that they have any idea about who the guy is or what he does. It's because we got women on women on TV who are coming from the Ukrainian government talking only about women and children victims and women and children refugees. And this tugs at the heartstrings of Americans. Oh, these poor women getting all this horrible stuff done to them. Oh, these poor children getting indiscriminately bombed in in a war. Yeah, children are going to die in a war. Women are going to die in a war. Yeah, children and women are going to be refugees in a war because that's what war is. And at the same time, on the the other side of their mouth, they're calling for more war. They're calling for more U.S. escalation, more involvement of NATO and U.S. forces in that war. So, yes, more women and more children are actually going to be bombed and destroyed because we got a media that's presenting the narrative of Putin as this evil guy that needs to be stopped at any cost, including, Dylan, nuclear war, nuclear conflagration. Or just at our cost, at the cost to us through our taxes. So when when your kids... Football is cut because your team your team has never sent a, a kid to the NFL. Don't be surprised when that money gets funneled into the military complex to supply guns to one side or fucking band aids to the other. We're fucked unless we unless we actually again. Doc and I have said this well for two seasons. We unite, come together to say we want to be smart. 
We want the whole story. We want the whole picture. And we only want people who are willing to paint that picture at the top. And we only want people who can read that picture, making the decisions, and maybe even being allowed to vote. But that can be a topic of another another show. Thank you for listening to Season 2 Dialogue 7, The Learn Stupid with the Brain and the Hippie. I am the hippie saying au revoir. And I am the Marine saying ciao. <laughs> Have a good week. You're listening to Marine and the Hippie. For more information on the Marine, follow Doc at supernova underscore earth on Twitter and listen to the Supernova Earth Show on Spotify. For more information on the Hippie, follow Dylan at Gezi and Me on Twitter, and read his blog at observationsfromthespectrum.org.